The one story that can supercharge your traffic, increase your conversions, is your customer story. I'm going to send you nine systems for finding and collecting those stories no matter where they happen. Just text GMS9 to 321-392-6692 or click the link in the show notes to get those today. In a world full of boring stories, bad videos, and marketing misinformation, one very tall man with a weird last name will use his microphone. Is this thing on? Use his video marketing knowledge. It's the red button, right? And use his friends. Please be on the show. To change that. You are listening to The Garlic Marketing Show with Ian. What? No, that's how you pronounce it. Well, if you say so, your host, Ian Garlic. Welcome to another Garlic Marketing Show. This is Ian Garlic and... Today, we have a guest who's an awesome, awesome guy in better shape than all of you and runs ResetUFitness.com, helps entrepreneurs all the time. I know he's helped a lot of entrepreneurs I know get healthy, stay in shape, loves comic books with superheroes with only one power. He hates multiple power superheroes, so don't give him any Superman. Glenn Dawson, thanks for being on the show. How's it going, Ian? It's awesome. It's a beautiful morning here in Orlando. You got up early. Are you in uh, Vegas right now? Yeah. Las Vegas, sunny Las Vegas. I'll be seeing you there soon. So, Glenn, you know, you have a martial arts background. When did you start wanting to help people with training? I wanted to start helping people with training when I found out that you can make money at training. That was like my first like thing. I was a college athlete, and then I realized that like, hey man, like this isn't for me because I got got out of that. And I was like, well, I'm just gonna be really really smart and use my brain and um, get good grades. Then I was like, wow, all this partying costs money. So <laughs> let's go and find something that I can do that will pay for like college and partying and allow me to do what I want to do. And I was like, wow, I'm really good at this training thing. It's so easy. And all my friends already do it. So I started becoming a trainer and I was probably like middle of the road, crappy trainer. Like just didn't know a lot. Super bro. Can only train athletes with the stuff that I already learned that was like used on me. And then I realized with a couple of clients that I couldn't help them and had to go seek knowledge and really just grow so that I can help them. I love that because, you know, there's so many people out there that go and educate people, both in marketing and fitness, and really don't know what they're doing, right? There's coaches out there that don't know what they're doing, and it's dangerous. I mean, for you in the fitness world, it's actually physically dangerous, but also (laughs) it's dangerous to people's long-term well-being, their belief in themselves, because, you know, if they don't get results, they don't believe in themselves, you know, because you're like, this should work. There's a lot of guys out there. Um, Was there a moment... What was the moment that you're like, man, I don't know this? Was Were you helping someone? You're like, man, I really can't help this person. Yeah. I was with an old lady, and I was giving her a movement, and she couldn't figure out how to make her body move correctly to do it. And then I didn't have anything else as a backup plan to give to her. And I was like, wow, your old 70-year-old body doesn't work like mine does. 
this is so awkward. What do I do? And I'm obviously being paid for this. And the worst thing you could ever do, like to someone like myself, who like genuinely wants to help people, is pay them and then me not deliver. That makes me feel horrible. Like that, ah, ah, this is, <laughs> I don't like that at all. I'm uneasy thinking about just doing it like 10 years ago. It's like the worst feeling ever. So reached out to other trainers, got different classes in school, like changed my major, did everything to make sure that people like that get help too. And that's, it's funny because like by the time I left the, uh, the box gym area, like where you're working with people, I was like the specialist. Like, oh, Glenn, what do we do with this person? Like, oh yeah, let me help you. And training trainers, like, oh, hey, we need trainers that are like to go through this part of this this mobility or we need trainers to go through this. Can you teach them this? Can you teach them this assessment? Like everything. So now tell me, you progress now, you've learned. Tell me about your education. How did you get educated in training? Yeah, I wish there was just one easy, quick answer for you, but it's not. Like, I went to school for it. I took like every single, I even got like a Pilates certification for pregnancy after I heard that uh, my brother's wife did it. I was like, oh, that's awesome. I want that knowledge. So go get that FMS certification to learn out how to, it's a certification on how to like the, do assessments basically on the body. I worked with a lot of amazing trainers that are like way better than me just to steal their knowledge basically. And the funny thing is I didn't think I was going to be a trainer. I thought I was going to be a marketer and I went back to school to get a marketing degree. The whole time I'm doing that, I'm paying for all of this with training obviously so I would trade like marketing to help them like with their marketing and give me like knowledge for training. Nice. And so I like that because you have experience in marketing other people and marketing yourself, right? And marketing yourself is so much harder than marketing other people. Just like, you know, are you saying that from experience? Uh, for I, I say that for everyone. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it's for experience, but I see it with other marketers. I mean, I, I know a lot, we know a lot of marketers and some of them are really good, but most of them need some sort of outside help, outside advice. And it's like training and fitness too, right? Yeah, some sort of outside help. Oh my God. Man, <laughs> if I didn't have a lot of outside help, I wouldn't be where I am today. When it comes to marketing your business, what was your, you know, your first venture into marketing yourself as a trainer? Like very, 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 very beginning? Yeah, sure. So like when I first started as a trainer, they didn't have like, I worked for a big box gym. And they didn't really have a lead flow because this was before Brandon got there and Brandon just revolutionized how they sell and like turn it into like where trainers would just sign up and get clients. So like I had to go get clients. And for everyone that doesn't know Brandon, uh, give people real quick like synopsis of who Brandon is. Brandon's my heterosexual life partner. (laughs) We both work together and we like share a rib. So awesome. That's Brandon. Who's stronger? You or Brandon? That depends on what day of the week it is. Honestly, for, for like bench press, it like because he's got really strong shoulders. I'm lighter though, and he's shorter. So I mean, that'll tell you who the stronger one is. And every other lift, I'm stronger at anything that's functional that requires you to not be on a bench. I'm stronger than a mat. They made you go out and go get your own client. And like, I don't know if you've ever been to a gym before and like saw someone with bad form and had tried to go correct them. That's a hard thing to do. You have to overcome and you basically have to become this amazing salesperson to go do that. And it's funny because I was listening to the Dow of Inbound back when it was called Dow of Inbound. And 
you were like, it's your job if you're good at something to be good at marketing and like good at sales, right? Yep. And it's funny because that's the same thing Brandon told me back when I went from being like a trainer to being a salesperson in the gym area was like, I don't want to do anything. I just want to be a trainer and go get my degree. All I cared about. And he's like, well, we can make you a manager. We could do this. You're already like killing it. You have like the most high resigns. You're selling the most. And then he's like, all right, cool. So I started selling just basically off charisma and just being good at training. And then he taught me how to craft it. And then there comes a certain point where you get good to where you feel like you're taking people's money, you know? And he told me the most powerful thing that anyone could ever tell someone like myself who like genuinely cares about people is they're going to spend money somewhere else. And it's your job to make sure that they spend it on their health. Because if they don't, then they're going to have diabetes. Then they're going to be unhealthy. They're going to do this. They're going to have an awesome direct TV channel guide full of like 300 channels, but they're not going to be healthy. And that's your fault because you didn't sell them well enough. And after you put that in my perspective, it's like, oh, I want to be like this superhero. Man, now it's my duty, right? It's like my code to go and make sure that this person doesn't leave me without getting some help. And that's, that's a big mind shift there. And it's an important one, too, because that's a good why for your marketing. And people have to have that because there's people out there just taking people's money that are the bad trainers, right? And you need the marketing to make sure that your good advice is getting out there. And you need to make some money doing it, too. You know, you got to support your girlfriend and your dessert habits. And <laughs> <laughs> My dessert habits, her dessert habits. She has the finest gelatos every single night. The finest imported gelato every night. Oh, my God. So, yeah, so that's why Glenn's got to make some money. You guys have to go to ResetUFitness.com. So what was your biggest or your the marketing failure that happened that you thought really was going to work? Because that happens to everyone. A lot of people, especially when they get started in marketing, think, oh, I'm going to do this and it's going to work. I have the greatest marketing idea ever. And then they put it out and they spend all this time and it's six months later, they put it out there and it's like crickets. What was uh, My whole job? <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, when I first started, um, so I'm like the best trainer that I know of, right? Like, so just keep that, I'm not bragging, best trainer I know of, and I have a marketing degree, like a degree from college, right? And then I, like, worked with a really influential internet marketer named Tanner Larson, and I have all this help, and I'm like, man, this is the easiest thing ever. I'm just going to use all these natural skills that I have, and everything in my life has always been pretty easy. Like, I just put in effort, and I'm good at it football, martial arts, whatever it is, even like trail running. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go trail run. And I just murder people. And then I go and I'm like, all right, I want to do this now. I want to be an online trainer and market myself. And that was the hardest thing I've ever done in my entire life. And it took the most failures I've ever had in my life to the point where we were trying to do people to a webinar for a six-week lean challenge we had to to get people lean six weeks. And I remember Brandon hadn't left work yet. I left like five months before he did, he has a kid, so he doesn't like have the opportunity to just go leave whenever he wants to. And I remember I was doing all the marketing myself for Facebook ads, the funnel, everything. I had some help, but I was like, just, it was horrible. It wasn't good at all. And we were running ads to a webinar and then selling on the webinar. And I remember like the first, 
I want to say every single webinar besides the last one we did, we had no one on the webinar. And we were simply acting it out. And Brandon's like the best salesperson I've ever met in my life, too. So you think best salesperson, and I'm like really, really, really good at sales, too. Like we have numbers to show for it. Like, and we can't sell on a webinar. And it's the worst thing ever. And we're doing it, and we know the sales pitch. We know overcoming objections. We know getting people to emotionally get invested in their product. Like we know all this stuff, and it's just not working to the point where there's no one on our webinar, and we're just faking it for the replay. And I'm sitting there, like, looking at myself. There's no bills coming in. He has no bills coming in. He has two broken legs at the time and a daughter, and I feel like, like that's on me, too, because it's, like, my daughter. And I'm like fuck, like we need to get this to work. Otherwise, it's like we're done for, right? Like we're, we're done for. If we don't get this webinar to work, I'm going to have to get a job and use like one of my six degrees to go get a job and like <laughs> hate my life. But then I remember I was talking to Mayhall Kazim and it was at like the Black Label Mastermind and he's like, you guys don't have any money to like pay for any more of this stuff? You guys like wasted all the money you had saved up? And I was like, yeah, like we've been paying for like every single one of these and like running traffic and stuff and none of them converted. It's a lot. It's really hard to like <laughs> have money when all you're doing is burning it. And he's like, well, why don't you just go get some personal clients and charge them for more? And I was like, okay, well, what does that look like? And all he did was build a woofoo form with a link to it. That was it. He's like, all right, send traffic to there. And then that worked. And then like my first... A uh, client I sold was $1,300 a month. And then I remember I was like, wow, this is awesome. And then I made like three grand. And I remember my living expenses at the time was 2700 because we did all the math to make sure I could cover my living expenses. And I went right back to the webinar right after I had all that covered. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, you just got to get that webinar to work. Uh, Dude, you get it to work. So not yet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry to laugh at you, but it, it's it's a common experience because we get determined that this is the way we're going to sell. Everyone's doing Facebook ads. I've got to do Facebook ads. Everyone's doing this. I got to do this. I got to because I hear people t- tell me how much money they're making doing that. Right? And yeah. that's the problem with the online education is because everyone's telling us how much money they're they're doing making it. And so we get that grit. You're looking at it like, I can do that. I'm smarter than that person. I mean, it's true. It's true. But it, you know, it, it does. I know plenty of people that don't do webinars and make tons of money. But you're, you know, you found the one way and it was a simple way, right? That the you start making The stupidest money. way. The stupidest way. It was just to get people on the phone call. And I remember Lo Silva is like one of your personal friends. Like, we were super good friends at the time. And he was talking to me and he's like, listen, Glenn. I don't know why you're not making 10 grand a month. All you got to do is just get people on the phone and close them. He's like, you're already good. And you're a salesman, bro. Just get people on the phone and close them. And I was like, you're right. Why didn't I think of that before? That's the easiest solution. And I'm like trying to build these most elaborate funnels, the most elaborate funnels when I'm not a funnel builder. And think of the craziest Facebook ads when I'm not a Facebook ads guy. And do all these different things. And there's like professionals that just do Facebook ads. There's professionals that just do funnels that I'm competing against. And it makes so much more sense just to hire one of them once you make your own money doing your own thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 
And also, you've got to find out what works in real life. And phone calls work. Picking up the phone and talking to someone works. And then once that works, you've got to amplify it, right? Then you're right. like, oh, let me, let me try this webinar to get more people on a phone call. Let me try this to get more people on a phone call because I know the phone call works. And now, okay, now I've leveraged my time. I need someone else to do the phone call, all right? That's a big problem with entrepreneurs is they forget to take what's working and amplify it. You know, if you get referrals, that means you have people that are raving customers. So take those raving customers, put them on video, and have them tell their story it's exactly like they do. It's, it's as simple as that. But we like to overcomplicate things, especially when you get in the black hole of digital marketing. And you're like, oh my God, there's so much here. And I have that problem too, because I know everything I can do. And I've got a whole team out there that I can go, hey, go do this. And then they're like, okay, you just told us to do something else. I'm like, no, let's do this. But I think there's a big trend in 2017 too, where people are going to realize that they have to go back to picking up the phone. They have to go back to adding that face-to-face contact because there's so much digital. So I think you're doing the good thing. Yes. Bring them on the phone. Get them on the phone. Close them. Awesome. Close them. You know, you're going to close them. Your video went away. We're going to talk about that video in a second. But getting on people on the phone is your, your marketing success of late. You've got Reset You Fitness coming out. Tell me about that. Honestly, man, um, getting people on the phone, I don't even know if that's my marketing success. I, I would say it's like, it's like, it's referral based, honestly. Like you were saying, like if I, if I wasn't good, there was, there'd be no reason for people to refer me and I wouldn't have clients. I wouldn't have like a steady flow of clients that come in and stuff. And it's, it's funny, like they're all, like you said, like they, they're raving customers. Like any one of them would shoot a video for me. Any one of them would do all the stuff that I haven't done as well as I could being on the guy that does video marketing podcast. Realizing, <laughs> yeah, that's like probably the key to it is, is like training the right person, I guess you'd say. And then that just breeds like other people that just obviously want that same treatment. Yep. Well, I mean, for right now, so reset you fitness is going to have what you do for people one-on-one in video format. Is that what, what's going to mm-hmm. happen? Correct. Like for, like the time being, because Brandon and I both have like a good amount of coaching clients. We did reset you and like launched it. Uh, it's our university, like our, our membership platform. And it's basically because both of us want to help a lot more people. And I know everyone says that like, oh yeah, I really want to help a lot more people. But like when you do high end coaching, like you really can't help everyone. And it sucks because you go home and like people ask you questions or like, man, we went back to the rodeo like last year where I'm from and it was so awesome and people were like, oh my God, dude, I love all your videos. I learned so much and like, dude, that really helped my shoulder or I've, I've lost like 15 pounds doing intermittent fasting. Like, thank you so much, man. I've learned so much and like, we're getting, we're sitting here and like, we're, we're trying to get drunk and like have a good time and party and people just keep coming up to us and talking to us about sentimental stuff and it's like, it's like, dude, this is so much better than being drunk and wasted. Like, just having people just pour out love and then what do you give them? right? Like they can't put all those like free videos that you want on Facebook together and like get fitness from it. So that's the whole reason why Reset University is there. And like the membership platform is there is because we want people to get like the fitness advice they wouldn't get at a normal gym. Like we want them to get the best level coaching because if they can get results, man, if you can get someone who's been busting their ass results, they continue to do it. That's the most important thing. Like just in your business, like I'm sure if you have 
one of your clients and you do an amazing case story for them. And then all of a sudden they see an overwhelming response and they're not just getting leads, they're getting paying clients off that and members. They want more of it, right? Yep. Exactly what it is. Like you just get them results and they want more. And that's the most awesome thing is like you were talking earlier about like what's like the biggest failure. Like this is the one I'm not going to let fail. There's no way this is going to fail. And it's already been successful, but I want it to be like the biggest success ever to where people are like, they just have a membership there. Their trainers have memberships there just to learn stuff. Like that's what I want. So who ideally, who's your ideal customer for this? You want the like marketing demographic, the avatar? The avatar, yeah. Tell you're me the okay. story of, of the person that you're helping. Tell me, tell me that person's story. So our avatar is a Whole Foods mom between 35 and 45 that was in shape before, was most likely athletic, and was attractive at some point in time in their life. And now they can't figure out how to get it without running or taking a million classes per, like, per week, and then they still have a decline, and they're still gaining body fat. And they eat organic, and they do everything else that they should do, that they've been told to do, but they don't get results. That's what we are targeting. Now, obviously, because we've built this to hit everyone, and our main client base right now is entrepreneurs and business people, and people that like sit at a desk, um, all that stuff's in there, too. But... I learned from a really good marketer and a really good podcast that you have to niche it down to one specific person. So Whole Foods Mom. Whole Foods Mom. And, you know, it's interesting when you say that because marketing and fitness, once again, you know, there's so much misinformation out there, right? And people try and do stuff and they're like, why is this not working for me? And they get frustrated. And the opposite happens, right? That instead of, losing weight, they gain weight. Instead of making money, they lose money. Um, it, it's really, really tough. It's tough. But I'm glad you get, you have an avatar and it's really cool. You know, and you talked about entrepreneurs. One, and that's definitely one thing I want to talk about. I, mean, I know your avatar, your ideal client, your ideal customer is that Whole Foods mom. But you've helped a lot of entrepreneurs because I know a lot of entrepreneurs. And there's some entrepreneurs that are fit, but a lot of them just dedicate their, their life to work. I mean, we were, t- I was talking to Tanner Larson yesterday and he was telling me how he's gotten out of shape because he's been so focused on, on his job, you know, and what do you see as not only the biggest thing that they can do for themselves, but why do they need to do it? Why in the business sense do entrepreneurs need to get healthy? I'm glad you asked. So yeah, like the person I like to work with is entrepreneurs the most, me personally, because of the fact that they are just like self-destructive and they have work ethic. And they have drive, but they're self-destructive. They burn the candle at both ends, and it's not how it is. It's, if, you like, if you're doing a math equation and you're trying to get like 1 or A plus B equals C, right? C is your production. You want to get the most out of C, right? But by raising A or B doesn't necessarily get you to have more C. Like just putting in a lot of A doesn't actually work. It's not the exact math equation that we're looking for. You just want more C. You want more production, right? Production is the main thing that you want out of your body. You want to be able to produce more out of your business. You want to get more out of the time in the day, right? And there's only a finite amount of time that you have. And anytime you ask someone to work out for 30 minutes, all of a sudden, 
And they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But that's 30 minutes that I could be doing other stuff like Facebook has, or I could be, you know, retargeting or I could do whatever it is that you want to do. But really it's 30 minutes. And in that 30 minutes, could you just imagine real quick, like that one time when you were laser focused and you were superhuman and you got a week's worth of work done in a single day. Do you remember that time I am? Yeah. How'd that feel? It felt awesome. How would it feel if you could do that every single day? That would be amazing. (laughs) That's the whole point is that when you can have that amazing feeling where you're crushing every single task, when every single problem is solved quickly and you can answer it quickly because you are a superhuman, that's when you get the most out of your body. That's when you get the most work done, not the most hours. Losing sleep doesn't help you. So there's a book called Spark, if you want to pick it up, and it's, it talks about the power of exercise, right, and how just exercise. And what they did was they took a group, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to misquote this so hard. Uh, it was in Illinois or Indiana, and they took a group of, of school students, right, and they took one, like, school, and they gave all these kids time in instead of time out, right? So instead of, like, time out and put them in a corner when they do something bad, they gave them time in and put them on an exercise bike for 15 minutes of aggressive, like working out. And then after school, instead of study school, which they're doing with all the rest of the like, schools in the county, they gave these guys activities. So like they'd be playing a sport. Now after this experiment, that school placed in the top three in the world. And Americans suck at test taking against the world. Like we're horrible, like comparatively. And it makes a lot of sense if you start to think about it. Because when you exercise, all those pills that we're giving our kids to focus or to be happy and not depressed, all those same hormones like serotonin, noepinephrine, are released when you work out. So instead of just giving our kids a bunch of shitty pills that are going to make them like function normally, just make them work out. They're also noticed that their aggressiveness was down. There wasn't as many fights. Everyone was happier just from working out. The other thing that you got to realize is that BDNF is only proven to be made from exercise. So all those nootropics that everyone's taking, they're like, oh, yeah, I got this new nootropic. It's awesome. It claims to build BDNF. No one's ever found anything. So brain-derived neurotropic function, if you don't know what it is, it's like brain food. Like the synapses in your brain, BDNF basically creates more of them and helps like those bonds become stronger. The only thing that makes that happen is exercise. The only thing. So if you want to become a smarter marketer, the only thing that you can possibly do is to exercise. And I haven't even got to the fact that like, or how uh, having more body fat raises estrogen levels or anything else like that. Just the fact that your mind is better when you exercise. Or even like fixing your back so you don't have pain. How crappy would it be to go throughout your whole entire day in pain like i've had a pain in the neck it sucks there's no amount of tiger bomb that can cure an achy neck like you have to fix that and it's so hard to get stuff done but just simply thinking about the mind and how the mind works and knowing that if you exercise you're going to get more out of your mind you're going to get more work done it logically then makes sense for you to take 30 minutes out of your day so that you can get an extra 
eight hours of work done in your six hour time limit or whatever it is for your day. It's so true. It's so, so true. I mean, I know the days I don't work out, you know, and you think, well, I don't have time to work out. You don't not have time to work out. And it's the most important thing because also it's going to get, not only going to give you the extra hours and days, it's going to give you the extra days in your life. Uh, Yeah, it's, it's the dumbest thing ever. It's like you're getting ready for a road trip with a half thing again, right? Like you would never do that. You would never go on a road trip and be like, well, we're good. We got a half thing gas or we got half the oil in our car. Let's just go. That makes no sense. If you're, I know, I know a lot of people that would do that. <laughs> <laughs> like you would never, if you're getting ready for any kind of event or you need to be smart, you need to be focused. Or if you have a test coming up, you want to be your best. And if you actually care about your business and you actually care about converting your ads or you actually care about your information product, then you need to work out Yep. because you're going to be better. Just talking to um, Sean Stevenson about this, and you know, he's like, I, your brain, when it starts to get low, it starts to deceive you. And you start to think you're making logical decisions because at the end of the day, if you're not at, at peak performance at the end of the day, you think you're making logical decisions and you're making decisions on based on chemical emotion. And that can ruin everything. Now you're not working efficiently, you're unraveling the stuff you did earlier in the day. I mean, I, I do that, you know, and you get that two o'clock drop if you don't eat properly, if you don't get enough of the right fats in your diet, um, if I don't work out, I get that two o'clock drop or the five o'clock, my brain is frozen and I, then I'm still doing stuff because I have to do it. And then I look at it the next day, I'm like, why the hell did I do that? And, you know, you get this emotional response and marketing is an emotional thing as it is too, because you're putting yourself out there. Um, so, I, you know, what is the biggest mistake you see entrepreneurs besides not working out what's the one or two things that you think that they can do an entrepreneur or mom to start getting healthier right away besides going to resetufitness.com which they should do <laughs> well besides going to resetufitness.com yeah but what's the like what's what's the one tip or trick that someone should do every day to improve I mean it? you mean like besides following um Brandon Straker and Glenn Dawson on Facebook and like learning a bunch of free information on their videos. Yes. Yes. I, I love your video. I mean, I think one of the best <laughs> videos you guys have out there, your, your functional stretching video is crucial for people because we're all sitting at desks all day. Um, and, and that'll be on resetufitness.com, right? Yeah, that'll be on resetufitness.com. You're so good at this. Um, so I would say that the, the main things that get overlooked for entrepreneurs and you said, I can't use exercise. So, I would say stretching. If you like, even just look at us right now on this conversation, both of us have an anterior or forward roll to our shoulders just mm-hmm. naturally, and both of our spines are curved. And really, we're bipedal animals, so we're supposed to be straight up and down. We're, yeah, you can adjust it all you want, man. But it's there. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help but I mean, you're 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 making me adjust my back right now. <laughs> yeah, so your shoulders are supposed to be back in alignment. And what happens is, is when that shoulder gets pulled forward, it starts to stretch and like overstretch the back muscles, like your traps, your back, your, rom- your rhomboid, all that stuff gets overstretched and weak. And then everything starts to pull out of alignment. And the hardest thing is like the shoulder ligament itself or the clavicle or your AC joint, like all that stuff. It's, it's, it's asking a lot. Like if you think of a joint that's supposed to throw a baseball, and lift up off the ground and do all this crazy stuff that your shoulder can do, man, 
and then you're going to pull it forward for half the day and just tighten it up and then get all those muscles shortened and tightened in the front. It makes no sense. And all the neck pain and even like the headaches or brain fog can really just be stemmed from your shoulders being too far forward and your neck being tight. So that's one is you just have to stretch, like stretch your hips so your lower back doesn't hurt, like stretch your shoulders so that they don't mess with like, what's going on. And then really, I was going to do a video on it today about like the placement of your, of your laptop itself. Like if I'm on a laptop right now and if, if you're on a laptop, just do this little exercise with me. Look straight up in front of you. You're not looking at your laptop anymore now, are you? Nope. There's no way you possibly can unless you have your laptop elevated and you're using a separate keyboard. And that right there will save your neck, the top part of your spine, a lot more than just looking down and forward. Obviously, looking down and forward like a 70-year-old man, like the decrepit, like our vision of a decrepit old man, that's exactly what you're doing yourself with a laptop is you're looking down and forward. Yep. Those things, like stretching those things, and then sleeping. Everyone cuts sleep. I even got eight hours, and it's like we started this podcast at 5 o'clock in the morning on the West Coast. Sleep is so important to your levels of growth hormone, how you function, your energy, the different hormones that Sean Stevens was talking about. A lot of that, you're going to overload with cortisol during the day, and you don't want that much of that stress hormone. It's an important stress hormone, but do you really want to overload with the stress hormone when you're not being chased by a lion or like having to lift a big boulder off of your son during the day at work? There's no reason for stress. Like you shouldn't have that hormone overloaded. But if you get crappy sleep, that's what happens. Or people that lift weights think they don't need to sleep. Guess what, buddy? When you're lifting weights, you're weakening yourself. You're making yourself weaker. You're tearing your body down. When it gets repaired, when you get stronger, is in your sleep. Awesome. Awesome. That's great advice. And the stretches you have, I mean, you've got a good list of stretches. That stretching video takes, what, someone about five, ten minutes to do every day? Yeah, that's it. It just, it's quick. And I try to make it so dummy proof that it's like, you just do this and you feel better. Yeah. (laughs) just reverse engineer the chair, basically. That's awesome. Um, so, Glenn, let's talk a little bit about your video. We ha- I have it up here. Um, oh, no. your, your Glenn's Why video. I think it's great you did it. And I, I, like the, <laughs> the, I, I like the color. I like the framing. I like a lot of the stuff you say. Um, where is this going to go? Um, on the About Me section. Okay, so it will be on your About Me. So, so someone will go to your website. And so they, they know generally what you do when they get there, right? So that's good. That's good. So understanding that is crucial. Can I say they, what I was trying to do first? Yeah. Tell me what you're so trying to do. So I was at a, a mastermind called Black Label one time, and I was just throwing it back. And I and like listening to this podcast, you know, I have a sales and marketing background um, as well as like personal training. Like if I had two skills, that's my two skills. And then I saw this guy turn a video into a sales process to where he's just pulling out emotional connections with every single person and asking, it's by asking probing questions. So asking one question and asking an even deeper question after that and then asking an even deeper question that really gets somebody to think. Instead of just asking like a softball question that they already have an answer for, he was asking these emotional questions and it was amazing 
the responses he was getting to where people were crying on video. Wow, this guy, I need to get like as much knowledge as I possibly can from this guy because he knows exactly what he's doing. It makes sense to me and I like it and he's at a higher level than I am. That person was Ian Garlic, obviously. So in this video, I did it by myself. I had no one asking questions. So I tried to go through a sales process in my own head and then say, like, ask myself a question, like, why do you do this? And then answer off of that. And that's why the video is weighted. So I, I like it. I, there's a lot of good information in it. Um, one of the things, this happens a lot with people and what you were doing there is they bury the lead. And in the, your story really starts in the middle of helping people. And the story you said today, um, you know, where you, you, know, you were helping someone and realized, I can't help them, right? That, that's, I think it's at like minute two or three in there. That needs to be at the beginning because that gets attention, right? They know who you are. They want a story from you to start out. So at the beginning of this video, you either have to connect or you have to have that story. So I would definitely be starting out at like minute two, I think it is, um, on there. Uh, because it, if you say I'm starting with my why, then it, it takes away from it a little. And I definitely want to tell people this. I mean, I would say, you know, the big story of what changed for me or something like that. Because I love that story that you told me. Either that... Or you start with that story, that, that thing you were telling me there earlier uh, about how you'd feel every day, I think those need to be your first two things because they're both emotional responses. Um, th those two stories need to be at the beginning of videos. Or you put them in, in between because um, you go emotion, logic, emotion, logic on this video. The, and you start with the emotional response and then you go logic. Well, then I went and got this training and I learned how to do it. Because what, how do we decide? We decide with emotion and then we want to back it up with logic. We say, oh, I connect. You know, th that's so true. You know, I've seen trainers. I don't want to be one of those trainers. And you, you, you start the video with, the, I don't want to be one of those trainers, right? So I, I, you just tell the story first so you get that emotional response. I was there. You paint that picture so that people connect. And I, I, you want to paint that picture as much as possible. This is great. You can use this video and just edit it and put that part up front. And, um, and obviously, you're going to need to add B-roll. Because while you're a good-looking guy, six minutes of staring at you is a long time. <laughs> For who? <laughs> For most people. They don't, they don't have the attention span because they're not comfortable because they're not in good in optimum shape. Um, but those are definitely two things I would start out with. Um, Thank you. I appreciate it. I'll yeah. definitely implement that for sure. I'm yeah. writing notes down as you're talking. Yeah, and when you do that, optimize this video for your name. Because here's the other thing too. is if, Even if I type in Glenn Dawson Reno, there's some other guy who's a like in – I don't know what he does. He does something else. It's definitely not you, hopefully. Is it my uh, dad? Is it your dad? Is it my Glenn Dawson? Does he look like me with, with like a bald head? Uh, I couldn't tell. He, he was his right. LinkedIn. He must be related to you, right? Is his name He Glenn was in politics. He's, he's going to be a hard guy to take down. He's been like, he's been taking up the, 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 um, the Glenn Dawson land and just like claiming land since like 
I was like 15 and just trying to claim it back. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, but Glenda, I mean, so if someone types in Glenn Dawson trainer, the, I mean, I would optimize this for, for that because people are going to research you and you need to make sure that that video is showing up right away. So, because what happens in the absence of easy to find information is people make their own assumptions that you're nobody, not, uh, I, it's it just, that's the way human brain works, right? They're not going to assume, yeah. oh, this guy's a rock star because there's no information out there about him. Um, so think about that. Think about that too. Because you can even take a portion of that video and optimize it on YouTube. So that YouTube video is showing up. Build links to it. Put that video everywhere. And use it consistently. Use a single video consistently. So people understand your why. And get that, those stories are driven home. That's what I want to see. I want to see you own Glenn Dawson. Own it. Um, but yeah, I, that's definitely, I love though, I really like the look of this. It's visually appealing. You know, I, I like that you have the gym in the background, but it's not too, um, uh, it's not too Jimmy. Overlit. Too Jimmy. Yeah, not too Jimmy. Uh, there's no Jimmy in the background, but it's a nice clean gym. I like the lines. I like the look of it. I like the information. It, it's just arranging it. You got to arrange it. You got to cut it, and you have some have some B roll in there. Just get some of that B roll. I, I know you have some good stuff that you used the GoPro for before. I remember seeing that. You know, with the gimbal, I think that's fantastic. Get some more of that stuff. You guys working out? Also, you helping people, and then cut some of your your clients talking about you into there. All right. Okay. We've yeah. got like um, seven client stories now like for uh the new website that we're building so that'll be awesome yep and optimize those two for your name and for reset use and when someone googles them googles you because they're not gonna spend the whole time on your website right yeah people think that they're like they build up these funnels i'm like yeah no one stays in a funnel you want them to stay in a funnel that'd be great if you could completely control the, the the conversation but someone's gonna go open up another tab and google you open up another tab see who your competition is that you got to think in that person's situation. The only time you can completely control it is when you get someone on the phone call, right? Even yes. if someone's on a webinar and they're not 100% paying attention to the webinar, they're doing 20 other things. So are you getting on the phone then in 2017? Yes. I get on the phone all the time. By the time I'm on the phone with someone, I know everything about their business. I've collected all that information. So it's there's no small talk and it's just pure value. It's like this is what you need to do. And then, you know, after we become friends later on, then there's some small talk. But, you know, you know, when Gary Vaynerchuk was on, he's like, what's valuable is not scalable. And it's so true. You know, we want this scale. We want this scale. And it can come and you'll find the place. But make money as, in places that's not scalable. That was a great interview, by the way. You did a killer job on that. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, I appreciate that. It was, uh, it was good. It was good. Much better than uh, one of the other ones that we went to. <laughs> uh, Glenn, it's been awesome to have you. And, uh, I, you know, you've got some awesome, awesome advice for entrepreneurs, for people uh, both in fitness and in marketing. I'm excited to see what 2017 brings for Reset You, for you and Brandon. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having me, man. It was awesome. It was awesome. And, yeah, guys, ResetYouFitness.com. There'll be links in the show notes and you definitely follow them on Facebook. Check out those stretches. I know I, I, not only do they help me, 
but I've seen it help tons of entrepreneurs. Just doing those five-minute stretches that super, super valuable can change your life. And then doing the rest of the stuff, you'll enjoy life more. I mean, and that's what it's all about. You only can have so much stuff. It's really hard to buy your health back. It's <laughs> really hard to buy your health. Stem cells, right? <laughs> <laughs> Glenn, thanks for being on the show, my man. Thank you. That's it for the Garlic Marketing Show. If you want to get the inside scoop and the latest techniques, make sure to follow Ian Garlic on Facebook.